Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to It's Haunted, What Now? I'm your host, Lainey. I started this show because I love being scared. I've binged all my favorite shows like Pleasing Terrors, Astonishing Legends, History Goes Bump, and Two Girls, One Ghost. So after listening to all of my favorite podcasts, binging my favorite TV shows, I decided to start my search and finding some really spooky stories to share with you. The show will focus mostly on haunted objects and the owners who welcome them into their lives, but you will also hear about some personal experiences. Okay, ready to get spooked? Shannon Spence runs a YouTube channel detailing her paranormal experiences. The link to her show will be in the show notes. And after watching a few of her videos myself, I recommend that you check out her channel and subscribe. She shares with the show her experience with a haunted doll. When I was around five or six, my grandmother bought me a beautiful clown doll from one of her trips abroad. It was made from porcelain and wore a black satin clown suit with silver stars. It had a matching black hat, almost a Santa Claus shaped with tufts of white hair coming out from under it. It had a smiling face and black glass eyes. It was around a foot in size. It was sat on an attached swing which could be hung from a shelf or, in my case, a curtain pole resulting in the clown facing out of my window. As a child, I was never afraid of clowns. I loved films like It from a young age, so the fact that a glass clown doll was now being kept in my room didn't unnerve me in the slightest. It was a beautiful doll, after all. My own personal Pennywise. There was nothing unusual about the doll at first. I would fall asleep each night, looking at the silhouette of the doll as the streetlight illuminated my window from the outside. One night, I was lying in bed and looking at the doll. I could have sworn I saw it slightly swing back and forth, but I passed it off as just a draft. A few nights later, I saw it swing again, this time more obvious than the last. 
there would need to be a noticeable draft for a heavy porcelain doll to move like it did. As well as this, I'm convinced that I saw the head move back and forth as if it was silently laughing. This went on every night for about a week until I asked my mother to take it down. She did, and I gave it to my younger cousin, because what else was a six-year-old to do with a haunted doll? I'm not entirely sure what happened to this doll. Maybe it was thrown out or given to someone else. Whatever happened to it, I'm just glad it's not in my possession any longer. Okay, confession time. I really hate dolls, so the first instance of anything fishy, I would have immediately asked for the doll to be removed or burned into ashes. I had a rather vivid imagination when I was younger, so I definitely gave life to things that most people would scoff at. I remember throwing the doll away when I was six because it creeped me out, and I never trusted stuffed animals after that. They still creep me out. The Swinging Clown Doll is a strong note from me, so thanks for sharing your story with us, Shannon. Our next submission was sent in by Evan Soul. He even submitted some creepy photos, which will be available on the website and on our Instagram. This is a long one, so buckle up. The following story is absolutely true. I consider myself to be a skeptic, and I have never really had what I might call a supernatural experience. I'll share what happened. Do with it what you will. I had just gotten off of work. I would pick up my girlfriend from her job shortly thereafter. I was already pretty beat, but my lady was in need of inexpensive workwear for her new job, so we stopped by the Goodwill to see what we might be able to score. After a few minutes of thumbing through Lady Slacks, I decided to wander off aimlessly into the thrift store, browsing the shelves almost mindlessly while I waited for her to complete her quest. I wandered around for quite some time and eventually found my way into a knick-knack aisle where, for whatever reason, every clown figure had been thoughtfully arranged on the top shelf. Naturally, I think clowns are creepy, so I took out my phone and leaned awkwardly back to take a photo of the bizarre row. I was satisfied and soon went off to check on my companion in the dressing room, but she wasn't quite finished. So I did what anyone would think to do. I'd share the photo with friends on Facebook. After closer examination of the picture, I noticed that on the full shelf of clowns, there was only one that wasn't staring off into space lifelessly. I also noticed that it was the only one that really creeped me out. I had to investigate. I returned to the aisle with my gaze immediately seeking the top shelf. There was only one of the figures that was missing, or rather, one that was kind of out of place. After a quick search of the shelves surrounding the display, I found the missing clown. It had moved down one shelf. The shelf was otherwise almost completely empty. It was facing towards me at the angle that I came in from, as though it was waiting for me in anticipation. Or maybe it was startled when it realized that I had noticed it, noticing me. I picked up the battered object without much thought. I examined it thoroughly, peeling back the tattered doll hair on an otherwise unremarkable plastic clown head. There was no discernible markings, dates, or copyrights of any kind, though the red paint that was on his boulder cap had begun to bleed down onto his forehead like a jagged scar. 
The figure itself was simply made of yarn, crudely sewn into an awkwardly sized body with little puffed nubs for hands and feet. Like an ugly homemade sweater, it had been knitted around what looked like clay or paper mache. I could roughly make out newspaper or writings through the holes of the knitted pattern, while I tugged curiously but with care to stretch the stitches and peek between them. There was nothing particularly cryptic that I could see. A neon orange price tag was stuck to its bottom. 99 cents. Nothing special. Just some cruddy bauble that was long forgotten and not really all that unusual. I returned the clown to the top shelf with the others and continued on my way. Then, a chill just hit me. I really didn't even think about the fact that it had moved, that it had been positioned so precisely as if I caught it in the act. It's probably just me being dramatic. It's probably just a coincidence someone moved that one clown out of all of the clowns. Though from the beginning, that one clown alone seemed to be looking at me while I did my best to take a clever photo. Maybe someone saw me, maybe an employee is just messing with me. Regardless, I feel compelled. I'll return to the store tomorrow after work to see if the clown is still there, waiting for me. Update. He was hiding from me again. He was not with the other clowns, but tucked away on a lower shelf again, facing the direction from which I entered the aisle. I purchased him. I just couldn't resist. Update number two. I took some crummy video of my return to Goodwill as described in the first update. I'll be sure to send the creepy video and the video of his return to the Goodwill store. Isn't it strange how an innocent picture can make us hyper aware of our surroundings? Like in our next submission from Bronte, aptly titled, The Man on the Deck. When I was about four-ish, we lived on a farm. Our kitchen was open and led to the family room. The family room led onto the deck. It was around lunchtime and I was making a cheese sandwich, all time, favorite sandwich. It was only mom and I home and mom was asleep. I vividly remember this. I was buttering my bread and heard running footsteps as if someone was running across the deck. I turned around to look and I saw this figure. It was a teenage man. He was pale with short black hair and wearing a suit with a tie just running across. It felt like slow motion because as he was running, we made full eye contact, and then he was gone. I freaked out and dropped my sandwich and hid under the blankets in bed. We lived in the middle of nowhere, so it couldn't have been a neighbor or my family because my mom was asleep, and my sisters were at school. This is one of the few memories I have from living at that house. Then this happened about six months ago. It's nothing intense, but I still think about it every night. I was lying in bed watching Netflix, and I was about to turn my phone off and go to sleep. As I put my phone down and get comfy, I closed my eyes. I heard footsteps coming very close to my face. I opened my eyes immediately, and there was nothing there. It sounded exactly like a person trying to walk quietly on carpet. I felt them come close to my face, but 
They disappeared as soon as I opened my eyes. I still don't know what it was, and I haven't heard it since. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What do you think was trying to get Bronte's attention? Do you think the teenage boy she saw on the deck followed her to her new house? Was this a new entity or was this amusing of a tired mind? Our next and final story comes from Brandon, who shares with us his adventures in ghost hunting. Years ago, we used to break into an abandoned mental hospital in Mantino, Illinois. The name of the hospital was Diversitech. One night, we were in there and could hear something walking above us. And when we ran back to the door we entered through, it was shut and locked. It was impossible due to the building settling and the door wouldn't even shut when we first entered. Another night, we were driving through the property which consisted of about 30 buildings and there was a giant board sticking out of the grass. We had walked across this lawn about a hundred times. When we went to look around, we found it was an entrance to the underground tunnel system for the facility. But one of my craziest experiences was when I was painting houses. I was working for a couple who owned the house and had rented it out for over a decade. So I was working in the house alone and stayed late to finish some things up and I was painting in one of the bedrooms when I saw something from the corner of my eye. When I turned, a man was standing in the doorway. He just turned and walked down the hall and when I went to look, he was gone. A lot of nights I would leave and I would see him standing at the front door. When I looked up the rental history, it had 12 people rent in 12 years and 10 of the 12 broke their lease and left abruptly. The current couple had grown children, and they refused to be in the house. That was in New Lenox, Illinois, which is known for having a lot of different paranormal activity due to Native American burial grounds being disturbed during the building of that area. I also had seen an apparition in a home close to me when I was younger. It was a lady, and she floated down the stairs and then down the hallway. It upset me so much, I left my friend's house in the middle of the night. Weeks later, I finally told him why, and he explained that his aunt died in the house and had practiced witchcraft. I try to investigate as much as I can. I've been to Resurrection Cemetery and Bachelor's Grove in Illinois. I even went to Savannah, Georgia and got to see some of the houses where there's been activity. I've also gone to Jerome, Arizona, and I plan on visiting the old city jail in Charleston, South Carolina in the next year, but hands down, the scariest place I've ever been was in Diversitech. Brandon, I hope you're able to visit the Old City Jail in Charleston. After hearing Mike Brown's take from the Pleasing Terrorist podcast on his overnight stay at the Old City Jail, I'd be interested to hear about your experience visiting. Okay, well that wraps up this episode. If you'd like to submit your own personal spooky tale to be read on the show, head to hauntedpod.com and click on the link to submit your story. 
you can also email me, hauntedpod at gmail.com. Until next time. Did you hear that? Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast player of choice. It really does help me out. You can find the show on Twitter at podcast underscore haunted or at hauntedpod.com. Audio engineering is provided by Chess Gray, who manages Chess Gray Music. The official composer for the show is We Talk of Dreams. Check him out on Twitter at We Talk of Dreams or WeTalkOfDreams.com.